0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams.
1: Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. I am quite sure that if you're listening to this, you've heard of the terminology empath or maybe somebody has said to you, you're an empath or or intuitively you're picking up on things like an empath would. What does that mean? Well, today, my guest, Wendy DeRosa, is going to give us some huge insight into what it means to be an empath, intuition and how grabbing her new book becoming an empowered empath can really help you so welcome to soulful living
0: wendy thank you so much carrie it's an honor to be here thank you
1: i'm so glad we got it worked out we had a few quirks before we jumped on here uh people and we're here and ready to roll so let's give the listeners first of all a little bit of background on you I know from what I've read you've been doing this for a really long time and um, also let's let's tune into what an empath is yeah
0: absolutely so um, yes I've been uh, doing this empath thing <laughs> Ever since I was a child, um, yeah, and nice. just in terms of oversensitivity over and, you know, and and um, absorbing, I just wasn't aware it was being an empath yeah. until, you know, until actually fairly recently in the past, maybe six or seven years, um, when I, I started to hear the term more, but also when um, the energy on the planet had been accelerating more so and trauma started to activate in the field more so and then I started to realize um, you know this is a quality that I have in myself whereas I always thought of myself as intuitive and I am intuitive and people who are empaths are intuitive so before getting ahead of myself I want to back up and say that an empath is someone who feels the energy through their sentient body and that might might be emotional energy of other people it also might be the energy in a space um, walking into a room walking into you know the um, you know the environment around them they might even pick up and feel the energy in the collective
1: mm-hmm well and it changes their whole body what you said a couple minutes ago about um, you know being super sensitive I I have always felt um, like you i never really used the term empathic or you know but but i could feel a shift in me physically energetically sometimes emotionally and i would have to stop in my tracks and say like this isn't me where is this coming from and i would get confused at times um, not just about those sensations but about intuition because growing up which i'm sure you experienced
0: we didn't have that terminology right yep absolutely so it's so it's important that we're acknowledging to this piece of so much of our empathic experience as ch- as children are we we you know we know sensitivity and we've been in so, somewhat uh, on a on a construct level somewhat shamed for that for our sensitivity level or you know that is uh, that we might be um intuitive or feeling sense and, and 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 it ends up being something that we're um that's been made wrong and then we spend our life in a confusing experience with energy in our environment and not sure sure how to be with it I mean, in the energetic body, and this is where I've come to really understand the nature of being an empath, which is that empath, you know, that sometimes people will say, I'm an empath, therefore, I take on the energy of others when in fact, that is being overly empathic, that is the experience that energy has crossed into the field, and I have absorbed it into my field, and I can't distinguish mine from someone else's, that gets equated as empath, when in fact, the empath is the pa- the empowered empath has the ability to hold their emotional center, and be able to feel have compassion and empathy and have an intuitive awareness of what is going on energetically but it doesn't take them down to the Mm -hmm. degree that being overly empathic does and in the energy body the second chakra region of the body which is in the pelvis very 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 delicate power center in our body it is the empathic power center and part of why we become overly empathic or we absorb the energy of others has to do with our development at that you know in childhood and how we were trained in this area of the body to embody ourselves which includes having our emotions which includes the freedom to express how we feel on that emotional level which includes being in tuned with the subtle which includes empathy and validation and vulnerability and all of these qualities that have been somewhat shamed through our conditioning over time and so the empaths experience ends up being you know i'm overly empathic because and I'm overwhelmed by energy and I'm losing my center because there isn't enough power in this area of the body to hold presence and center to be able to, you know, sort of have self in relation to other.
1: And so, when you're talking about the fields, um, your energy field. Uh, let's get a specific for some of the listeners who might not be real familiar with that. Are you talking about like the chakra body and, and the, the auric field, the energy field around us?
0: Yeah. So, um, yes, good to make a distinction. So for our field, our energy field, I'm talking about the center of the energetic body, the system, including the chakras and the aura. So the soul doesn't just reside within the physical body where sort of our consciousness is more it's beyond the physical body and into the field around us i think before i said collective or collective field which is more about the 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 energetic system on the or the energy in the field outside of our energy body so that might include you know the the um the field of other people, the collective vibration that we're feeling that creates a frequency and a quality of energy, so that's more the um the outside field.
1: Mm-hmm. And if somebody wasn't sure of that you know that terminology wasn't didn't exactly know what to call it, are there signals within there? their system or their body, you know, like you were talking about, um, you know, feeling emotionally defunct, are there things that they can become more aware of within themselves so that they can say, um, oh, wait a second, you know, maybe somebody's energy is affecting me. Like we were talking about when we, we didn't have the words for that.
0: Yeah. So uh, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> It's a complex answer. The answer is there are tools we can do to help manage a situation. And then there is the deeper healing work that we need to do that has to do with getting in touch with our inner energy. I work off chakras in the body because they are the template for so much consciousness about our power or the consciousness of our power and also the wounds we carry. And they are about how we live or actualize that power in the world. And we end in our energetic anatomy, we carry so much energy that needs to be healed and processed in order for us to embody more of who we're here to be. And so our radiance and our presence in our body is very boundary setting, meaning I'm taking up the space in my body. But if I'm interacting with someone who is um grieving or angry or upset you know i think that sometimes the empathic experience can say well that's overwhelming to me that Mm -hmm. that i'm having this experience and what can i do to stop taking on that energy but in truth It might be a gift. It might be triggering our own personal invitation to look at what is getting triggered in me as a person is having their experience. Mm -hmm. Those are invitations to go inward and process um, not just what's getting triggered, but our response to emotions, which mirror our childhood parenting around Mm -hmm. emotions. And what we got if we were taught, it's not okay to be angry. It's not okay to be afraid. Then when anger and fear and emotions happen outside of us, we lose capacity on how to stay present and grounded in ourselves Mm -hmm. and how to stay separate. So again, going back down to second chakra in the body, learning how to be In our own emotions and feelings is a and and having permission to feel them and express them and see them for ourselves is is more the deeper work. Whereas, if in the moment it feels like, "Wow, I am you know I am feeling energetically bombarded right now," then yes. A shield of light, a bubble of light, some protective or protection around the outside of the body can be very, very beneficial. Um, it's just that it works. It works as a management tool. It doesn't work for the deeper shifting that occurs. So it will only work for a period of time. And then we're still called into our own personal healing for strengthening our 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 presence our body our energy centers in our system
1: yeah and you know when i think about this work and i i think about your book and your teachings overall i think wouldn't it be beautiful if we had taught our children this or we would have been taught these tools how much less um anger and disconnect there might be at this time in our lives um not just for us but for everybody on the planet if they were they were taught how to become an empowered empath right and to and that they did have permission and that their feelings were validated as opposed to um you know poo-pooing them or pushing them aside or saying get over it you know if we could teach them the tools that there wouldn't be that necessity for the trauma work that we're doing now. It's, it's, although I'm really glad, it's really wonderful that people like you are showing up to share their work and to teach people, teach people on their own. You know, like if you're watching the video, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna show you the cover of this book, Becoming an Empowered Empath, How to Clear Energy, Set Boundaries and Embody Your Intuition. And that's really what this, it's beautiful because it affords people the opportunity to really dig into those things and learn what they can to help themselves move more freely and more balanced, grounded. You know, one of the things that you really talk about is being grounded. Let's talk about the importance of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So grounding first of all means contact typically through the feet to the earth vibration and frequency and that means walking on the earth that means immersing ourselves in nature um whether whether we're bare. Foot or not, sometimes just going out into nature and being immersed in the in the natural rhythms of the planet. It has heat. It's healing in its in itself in its own you know its own inherent system. And so it's that ability to be able to immerse in that quality, that vibrational connection, and then allow our energy to come into balance in our body by coming down into our energy in, into our body more so essentially another way of grounding is also envisioning this grounding cord from the sides of your hips and your low belly and low spine and sort of hugging the pelvic bowl and extending down into the earth we can do it on a on a visual sense we can visualize our grounding cord and 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 create that felt sense in the body that i'm i'm coming down into myself And why is that important? It's important because we live in a world that is far less and it has increasingly over you know over decades and centuries here have become sort of paved over and we have a lot of technology and there's there's a lot less um, natural current that we are in touch with you know we're not and there are people absolutely who are out in the farms and growing food but we, for for the most part a lot of people we're not in the cans in the dirt we're not living you know completely disconnected from from technology and what what it does to our body, that piece of it, meaning um, the disconnect over time, but also. The amount of accumulation of unprocessed energy at the base of our body, where we hold a lot of our humanness and our human history, that's all first, second and third chakras of the body. So what happens in the energy body is our spirit. It doesn't exactly exit the body but it it li- it does lift up like it certainly can become more highly concentrated in the heart throat third eye crown sort of upper body another way of saying that is i'm in my head i'm in my head a lot um I'm, you know, or my heart is racing, I have a lot of anxiety, Um, I live up here in my system, we become, and this is not to our faults, it's just sort of, it's kind of the way the body protects itself. It's the way the energy system says, I need to survive in this environment, so I'm going to do so by moving up higher in my body so i can my consciousness can exist somehow in my system but what we'll do is we'll we'll sort of be lose touch with the grounding connection and we'll lose touch with what we're holding in our lower chakras and so when we do that when we leave consciousness in the lower body those power centers become areas that we absorb energy into. And this is also feeds into that overly empathic experience is that we get blindsided. We get the rug pulled out from under us. We didn't see the betrayal coming. You know, we, we lose touch with, you know, the, the, the innate self and power in these lower, lower chakras. And another way of saying that is we've become ungrounded, you're losing that grounding connection. So, so grounding and is so important and what that does is either through nature or the visualization of the grounding cord we come back down into our body and we come back down into calm into centered, into peacefulness and sometimes our feelings, our emotions. So sometimes there's some grief in the homecoming. Sometimes there's some fatigue in the homecoming back down into the root of our body. Sometimes grounding is uncomfortable for for us if we're, you know, figuring out how to be down here in the body and have to process feelings that have been in the way there and, and that we do that do need our attention. So we can ground more powerfully. So grounding is essential to our ability to stay centered and present in ourselves. And that e- supports us in our energetic protection boundaries and sense of self as empaths.
1: Well, and I love the way that you describe that. I also love Uh, listeners, which I have not mentioned, is that you have these meditations, you know, when you read through the exercises and you do the journaling, you also have these meditations available that can help people get much closer to that, not just um, written, but they can go to your website with the link in the book and actually listen to it. And I have found in the last month, in particular for, for me, that I've needed that. I have needed to, to hear your voice, somebody else's voice ground, helping me ground, ground and come back to center because we're, we're starting to open up. Things are getting a little better here, you know, a little better open, you know, based upon this whole COVID crazy experience that we were having. And so I know I have needed that. And I have really appreciated that that's one of the tools that you have available in the book is the opportunity to listen to those meditations and to ground yourself more. Um, And I also really appreciated in the book where you talked about the center column, because I think people get, people forget about that, you know, that, that coming to center in our body, in our energetic body is so important and how it affects us when we don't treat that with love and
0: honor yeah absolutely i i want to comment on something you said that was so powerful which is that that we need sometimes the the support of of another to help us come back into our you know our grounding or center um and that is one of the powers of an empath Mm -hmm. the part of Part of the power, so some people will, again, feel so debilitated by the empathic experience that it feels more like a curse than a blessing. So what's the blessing in being an empath? Like, how can this at all be helpful? So I I just want to say that the empath absolutely is leading the way in connection, In inspiration, in the we collective, in the we consciousness, being able to say, I'm not doing this for me so that I may rise. I mean, yes, we do our own personal healing and yes, we have to live our own lives. But but the empath is very conscious of the we and the empath is also very conscious that we need we, (laughs) we need power in numbers to be able to rise and inspire and implement change and evoke change in the collective. Because if we don't support each other and come together, then we are going to be victimized by, you know, the energy that is overpowering or is wounded in the, in the, in the field. So it's so important that we have these ways that, where People are putting out their inspiration to field the consciousness of the we and, and the rise of support in the system so that empaths do find their way of leadership and impact in a positive way into the field. And to say the central channel piece that you're mentioning, this beautiful central channel in the center of our bodies is our pathway of truth it is the consciousness of the divine in the center of our being and it's the divine and our soul in communion Mm -hmm. and it is the depth of where we go it's where spiritual practice takes us it takes us inward to that place of dwelling where we can connect to our deeper truth and for the empathic experience. In the world, we live so forward in our body, kind of like unconsciously. We're trained to be in the front body through the frontal lobe of our brain, through reasoning and planning, through the front of our heart. Let me um, give, overgive or receive through the gut area. It's like, how much energy am I taking into my digestive system that my body just simply can't digest? we I mean, were very front body focused. We also have a back body and when we lean back into our back body and imagine a shower of light, like grace, like a waterfall flowing in through our back body, it takes the emphasis, the overemphasis out of our front body experience and balance us, balances us between back body and front body to where we can perhaps with practice feel the central channel feel the pillar of strength or the column of light. I use different words here interchangeably in the center of our system, which is the, 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 center of our radiance as we, as we fuel it, as we imagine it, as we allow it. Again, we create that radiance and that's the radiance that supports our inner self, our inner boundaries
1: mm And I love how you described it in the beginning too, of the divine coming through because I believe that we have to have that perfect balance of yes the divine and and that universal energy, but also earthing, you know like you were talking about grounding and and um coming back to to nature we are all of that you know we are all of that and so it's so important and the front and the back you know when you were pointing to the front of your head I had a vision of like the ajna and um I think as empaths a lot of times you know intuitively that's what we perceive is that it's through the ajna so we always feel like we're open in the crown and in the the forehead and it's so important to get that sense of balance
0: yeah absolutely and to that balance it's interesting because the, the there and i talk about this in the book we have upper body intuition and we have lower body intuition empathic intuition is very lower body it's about the horizontal exchange of energy with with the planet the upper body intuition is more the clairvoyant and the clairaudient it's the visionary sense it's the be able to see and and again if if the empathic sense in the body is overwhelmed in lower body in the lower chakras the chakras beautifully compensate they will open up they will they will they will do the job for a chakra that's saying ah this is too much then the other you know the other power center and this is all an analogy here but the, the other power center will just then increase its capacity and work and overwork and so the third eye yes the upper chakras will open up if the lower chakras are needing help and so as we start to help them, I'm coming back down in my body, I'm helping you, I'm breathing, I'm processing the overwhelming experience that might be happening in the upper chakras does start to balance also between front body and back body, but also between upper body and lower body. Mm-hmm.
1: It's beautiful how it all comes into alignment and helps you live as you, as you say in the book, more empowered because that's really yeah. what we want. And I, I, I'm i just going to rewind one second, community, right? And, and help, because we, you and I need help as well. Like we can't walk through all of this alone. So it's beautiful to have these tools to be able to connect with and to be able to incorporate into our own lives um, no matter what our spiritual practice, religious practice, you know, philosophical beliefs are, these are tools, becoming an empowered empath, that can really help us get there. I have loved some the meditations that I've listened to so far. I haven't listened to everything, but I've really loved working with them. Um, and on that note, we only have a couple minutes left. So listeners, I want to remind you that i um, having a conversation with Wendy DeRosa and all of her information is available on the soulful living page here at empower radio, her website, her links to all of her social media, uh, where you can download the book, where you can buy the book, all of that, um, upcoming classes. I didn't, uh, quickly, do you have any upcoming classes that people might want to jump in on?
0: I would certainly, I think the most, because I'm not sure exactly when this will be heard, um, even if much, much later, it's the the best place to go is either of my websites, wendyderosa.com or school of intuitive studies.com. Um, I do teach with the shift network also. Um, so I do have an upcoming class in June with the shift network. I also have my monthly membership. That's every month. I do a live healing. Um, it's powerful. It's divinely guided and I facilitate a deep healing that happens every month. Um, it's called my divine healing inner circle. Those are two for now, and made, there's there's more on my website.
1: So most importantly, they should go to your website. They need to go to your website because there's always something that can give them a taste of what you're doing. Um, yeah. Wendy, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your information, your light, your teachings. Um, I love for my guests to leave the listeners with a thought they can take out into the world to Elevate their soul, um, empower them in some way.
0: What would that be for you? Yes, my uh, my my uh, piece of of knowledge here is is to listen to your intuition. as cliche as that sounds, as simple as that sounds. Your intuition is the consciousness of your soul communicating to you. And when we tune into it, as an empath, we nurture it, we expand it, and we become more present and powerful in our own bodies. And that supports us in not taking on the energy of others.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I look forward to connecting with you beyond this. Oh,
0: thank you, Terry, so much. It was an honor. Thank you.